Welcome to Iggy Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Forks Best Source. And I got a quick question for you guys out there. Can you name what movie this is from? 21 more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. 20 more days, 21 more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. I can't. <laughs> but uh, well, if I remember, you said you had to, maybe if people can identify it, maybe something in for them, right? Yeah, maybe. But uh, we're going to be talking about Legend tonight. So, great yeah. film, great whimsical film to start off our whimsical October. Yeah, awesome fantasy film from 1986. And uh, before we start talking about that, we're going to give a quick shout-out to our friends at Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. They're located right here in the Grand Cities Mall in Grand Forks. And they're the place to go to, especially now that it's football season, if you want to watch any sport at all besides just football. But if you go there... On any, any given Sunday where there any where there's a bunch of football games playing, if you don't see the football game you want to see, you can just ask the staff. They'll flip it on right for you. Or if you're just in there just trying to catch a random, say, soccer game, basketball game, hockey game, all the sports seasons are almost going on right now. they got a great staff to hook you up with the sport you want to watch on their wall-to-wall TVs. they got available there at Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. And then they also got a ton of great food and lunch specials. Every weekday they have, like, uh, express lunches available from 11 to 2. All kinds of specials, and also uh, Tuesdays a five dollar wing, five dollar wings, and after seven p.m. Uh, four fifty domestic liters, four dollars uh, goose crown and and patron drinks, and um all kinds of events going on like Mondays DJ trivia night, Fiesta Friday, uh, so every Friday from four to seven, all kinds of things to do, games, uh, like electronic and traditional pull tabs, uh, pig wheel, bingo, all kinds of stuff going on. Rumors. Rumor Sports Bar Casino. They're located in the Grand Cities Mall right here in Grand Forks, and they're open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. That's Rumor Sports Bar Casino in the Grand Cities Mall. In the words of, in the words of Ron Burgundy, I love sketch. Sketchy, sketch, sketch. Yeah, so legend. This is, uh, I think, one of three uh, fantasy movies, fantasy spooky kind of movies that we're kicking, out, kicking off October with. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Great role by Tim Curry, by the way. He plays the, the, the devil dude that you see behind me there. He also played Pennywise in the original It. Yep, and Rocky Horror Picture Show I think he's really well known for. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've never seen Rocky Horror. I, I have neither. I have no desire to. And Clue. <laughs> he's awesome oh, yeah, in yeah, Clue. Yeah, that's right. Love yep. him in Clue. <laughs> but he, this is, I think this is by far the coolest like devil portrayal in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, they even give him the goat legs, and I mean, he's got these massively. I mean, you can see he's got his horns are just enormous. I've I've studied uh, uh, pagan religions, and the way the reason we get the, the 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 current view of the devil is because of the Greek god Pan. That's how that's how the uh, current incarnation of the devil came about was through the Greek god Pan. The, this movie, I mean, I don't think this movie would have been anything without his performance in this i mean he, his voice alone is just it's just amazing well yeah. you know uh, there was an episode where he of tales from the crypt where he played like four people mm-hmm. yeah he's very tim curry just knocks it out of the park in here because he's 
yeah, and that we're t- you're always talking icky on how your love and passion for practical effects and and costumes. The costume for for Tim Curry's, I think it's just called the Lord of Darkness or Darkness. The cast refers to him in here is just. I, I rewatched this over the weekend. The the costume still looks fantastic today, all these years later, and that's even compared to like the latest and great, greatest CG stuff from Pixar, or Disney, you name it. The the costume is amazing. I would have, I would like to have done a little research into that because I bet you the the headpiece alone has got to weigh twenty pounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you know when when they did the Wizard of Oz, the Tin Man, the both the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion suits weighed like ninety pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean he's a his the rubber outfit he's got on on this is I mean he just looks enormous. I saw I saw someone uh, from Tom Savini school redid this head the head for the darkness. For an advertisement for Tom Savini's special makeup effects school. Yeah, I mean, just imagine how much time they had to just put in every single day just to get him ready to to play the parts in this. It had to be at least several hours or so. There's oh, yeah. a couple other movies that were like that, too, like Dick Tracy and uh, mm-hmm. what else? The Fly. The Fly required a lot of makeup, too. Yeah, Tim Curry absolutely is probably my favorite part of this movie. He is just five stars with his performances as well, the I like, darkness. I like the part where if they kill the unicorns, darkness will come across the earth. Yeah, it's kind of like the setup for the movie. Why don't you kick up the kick off the introduction here? They got a nice big text scrawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we call it? Uh, Tom Cruise character introduces the the lead lady. I don't remember her name. Lily, and Tom Cruise is just simply known Jack. as Jack. Yeah, Jack introduces Lily to these. Uh, uh, unicorns, and she touches one accidentally, and it kind of throws everything in in there. It wasn't by accident. She was told not to, yep. and she did it anyway. It, it was a very thinly <laughs> veiled allegory for you know for the biblical you know Adam and Eve, but eating of the apple, yes, yeah. But like, yeah, the text scroll at the beginning says like, oh, the, for many years darkness overpowered the the realm. And there was a void, and then there became light. It's very biblical, actually, if you think about it, because. The first part of Genesis was like that in the Bible. Yeah, I definitely picked up on a lot of yeah the similar uh, biblical allegories. Another, another in here. person who was really biblical. Two people were actually C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien were very, uh, very religious. And you know you got you got you know you got to see a little bit of uh, you kind of see a little bit of Tolkien in this too when you watch it really deeply. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to uh, bring it back to like the whole setup there, it was like uh, the so like the lightness they say they it, they keep it very general, very open ended in the opening text scroll. They're like the lightness overpowered the darkness, and lightness will forever reign supreme in this world as long as the unicorns, because uh, they got all the light power, is in the two u- unicorns' horns. And so, <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Death to the unicorns, which actually happens to one, right? Well, you know, and here's the thing, you know, at the at the end of the movie, uh, Darkness says, there cannot be no light without darkness or something like that. Yep, that's in the opening text scroll. They're saying oh, there will always be, you can't have light without darkness. And yeah, it's duality. You know, if you if you look at it, everything is duality. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, yin and yang. And darkness sends his goblin minions out on a quest to get rid of the unicorns. What do you think of the goblins in here? Can I say something about the goblins that I told you earlier? Yeah, go for it. The goblin in this movie looks like Mortis. And for those people who don't know who Mortis is, he played bass for a band called Emperor. And when he broke up with the band Emperor, he started this dungeon synth band called Mortis. And he used uh, similar uh, special makeup effects to the goblin in this movie. 
You know, I want to say too. Uh, they wouldn't be goblins. They, would they be the? Would they be dwarves? Is that what they were? The, the dwarves are the small people that yeah. were with that kid who and was I'm, playing the fiddle. I know in the movie sure they, they referred to them as goblins in the movie too. Okay, yep. but yeah, I'm almost positive that one of them was in uh, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Suspense. <laughs> yes. I'm on the case. No. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the Munchkin people, you know. Oh man, gosh, yeah, it's been forever since I seen but Wizard. I, of I could Oz. be, I could be wrong on that, but yeah, I mean, even they do a great job. You know, the this whole movie, I mean, just scene after scene is just is just awesome. You know, and that they roll in the blizzard I, and I really liked it, but I think they could have like drawn out the plot a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that was a good. I mean, it was just good fantasy kind of action. Well, for for the eighties, it was really good. You know, I yeah. think this was Tom Cruise's very first movie. It's yeah, well, like well, at least one of his first in a major role. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's like the lead starring performance. I know he's had a, he had like a few other my, like uh, outsiders a few years before, and like a few other like smaller roles. At least, oh, that's the, right, he was in the outsider. At least yeah. he's not tiny Tom Cruise like on Family Guy. Yeah. But yeah, this was yeah he had a yeah this is his first lead starring role in here, and he's you know pretty solid as Jack. He kind of. Uh, this movie's kind of it's worth knowing too. It's more aimed at kids too. They got a lot of like kid childish type humor, humor where a lot like of characters. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yep, a lot of like that goblins pants on fire. Yep, a lot of those nice little kid kid uh, just like a play playground uh, songs and like a lot of the characters have like over animated facials and. Well, I mean, even though it's like you know, kind of it's it can be pretty scary. I mean, because there's, there's one that I think you actually see it a lot in um, Halloween stores, but. It was kind of the scariest thing in the movie when he's going through that pond and there's that big green witch-looking goblin. Yeah. Oh, that thing, I mean, that was just cool. <laughs> you know, she so towered above him by like, I don't know, she must have been eight, nine feet tall or didn't, something. Didn't he and, cut off her head or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and she got the, yeah, that huge big spine, kind of like Zelda from Pet Cemetery, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Zelda. I remember her. And then, yeah, there is definitely some creepy stuff in in here too, where uh, like they try to seduce Lily there, where they have like the the kind of creepy dance scene. I thought that was kind of like they had that whole transformation. And for some kids, some kids might find uh, Tim Curry's character to be kind of scary too. I guess mm-hmm. he is kind of overwhelming. Yeah, I would say that this is, you know, a PG thirteen movie. I don't think it actually is rated that, but it's rated PG. I think is it. But I know this would terrify my kids, you know, that are four. Well, you know, when, when I was growing up, my mom would play stuff like The Fly or Pet Cemetery or stuff like that. So I'm kind of um, basically overexposed already. So you got a, nothing you got really a tolerance. Was scary to me. And if anybody doesn't recognize Lily, she was also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's another another goodie. It's actually Ferris Bueller's Day On, though. Mia Sarah <laughs> is her name. But, uh, yeah, interesting cast here. He has, like, a little supporting cast for, for Jack. He's trying to make his way to, uh, to find the, the, I guess, Darkness's fortress there. Uh, I guess they get that uh, get that fairy, was it Una, I think, that really oh, turns on Jack <gasps> because she won't he won't kiss her. <laughs> yep, that's right. And, yeah, uh, I like the part with the ring. Whoever finds this ring, I shall marry, or something like that. Yep, yep. Just kind of sets forth a challenge, and Tom Cruise on a whim just jumps into the pond that she tosses it into, and it freezes over. Yeah, like hell freezing <laughs> over. Very then, quick. Then at the end, he somehow finds the ring at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like how could he find the ring if the ring's been floating around in that water for like a day and a half or something like that? He's Jack. Yeah, he's Jack. 
you know, the other thing that I thought was really uh, cool about this movie too is like you have the the devil, obviously, but you know he's uh, actually high, answering to the darkness. We, I believe he calls him Father. Yeah, and, and that's it's that like that statue he's like talking to all the time. Yep. And he's a kind of looks like he looks into the the fire, and yeah, I don't know. If it, I'm trying to recall it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but so the he does actually have like. He works for a higher being. Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah, the imagery in here was really cool. How was it watching it on in HD high def? Because uh, you watched the Blu-ray over over the weekend, right, Icky? Yeah. It, they like, did. You, are are you like me? I'm a sucker for all the extra features that they they put into Blu-rays and stuff like that. Do you check out any of those? No, not really. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always. Those are guilty pleasures. I love digging into the extra features and stuff like that. Uh, if they would have had like a thing on the special makeup effects, I would have probably watched it. I guess it's worth noting this movie did get. Uh, it didn't win, but it was nominated for the Oscar for best best makeup, and it definitely deserved it just for the darkness's uh, makeup and outfit alone. And the goblins yeah. and the water witch and yeah, goblins are great too. I hate. I, I would have hate to have been the, the special effects guy on this movie because you'd be. Well, don't forget the stages too. I mean, like even when they, you know, she's in the devil's um, castle or whatever. Just the amount of time and what was it taken to to put together those sets? Yeah, yeah, there were there were some immaculate uh, stage designs in here. Another another place that did really good sets. Another movie was uh, Batman. Yeah, Tim Burton's Batman. Yep. Absolutely wonderful sets. Oh yeah, I agree, big time. Uh, so, how do you think about how the movie wraps up here? You kind of get the uh, they they make their way to the darkness there, and Tom Cruise and Lord of Darkness and get into a big sword fight. <laughs> yeah, and I like how they kill him. They 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 put all those like mirrors and throughout the castle, and then they just reflect the sun. Sends a, Tom Cruise sends the darkness hurt, hurtling into space. <laughs> it's you know what that remind me of. That part from Superman when that when that that that, that uh, thing was flying into space that like mirror. Oh yeah. That trapped the, the the trio. Yeah. But yeah, this was this was fun rewatching this over the weekend. Uh, I had a fun time with it. Uh, again, the only thing is for me is this: the last time I watched it was about twenty years ago. So a lot of like you know the like the kid child based pranks and stuff like that. Uh, you know those you just. You know, just kind of go. I just kind of tell myself, all right, you know, that's for the kids, you know. But they got plenty of. They, they sneak in a few curses in here too. I notice there's a S bomb and. Uh, Didn't the goblins like do a curse on someone too, but in a different way? Um, I, I think like I think they were like citing some magical spell. Or yeah, something. I think there was like a spell at one point, and then I, kind of, I had the subtitles on, uh, and like yeah, they're like yeah, whispering a spell, and just kind of like when they're trying to mess with Lily there and get that uh, little creepy dance going on with her. There's yeah, I'm like, oh, there's, another, there's like only two or three of them, but I'm like, oh, they they snuck them in there. <laughs> you kind of got to be really paying attention for them. But uh, yeah, this was this was a this was a fun watch. Definitely a really good fun fantasy movie. How about I, for you guys? I liked it too. Um, I think that as far as fantasy movies go, this is like the the top of the peak. I mean, I don't think you can get any more like fan fantastical. If that's a word. I don't know. It <laughs> Maybe but, you could say whimsical or something like that. But you know, I mean, you, you got just like I said. I mean, you got the unicorns, you got the goblins, you got the devil, you got you know, just all these things that to me. I mean, if I were to open up a a, a book 
that was just like had all kinds of like these historical fantasy things in it. This movie gets them all. Speaking of a book, I think the next week we're going to be doing the never ending story. So that has a book in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. fantastic movie. Another good fantasy movie. I, I guess to wrap it up on a legend, uh, it kind of did all right in the aggregate scores for Rotten Tomatoes. It got a critic approval rating of, I'm surprised, only 41% of critics gave it good reviews. But on the audience ratings, it did better. It got 73% approval from audience on Rotten Tomatoes. And for box office, it kind of broke even. Uh, 24.5 million budget and 23.5 million box office. So I, mean, I think it's one of those ones that became a cult hit on, on video over the years, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit, but maybe we'll do a refresher after uh, next week's episode after this word from our friends at Executive Properties. Over 30 years of experience, we pride ourselves on doing quality work at a reasonable rate for our customers. Just check out what past customers have said in our amazing Google reviews. Then contact us today to get started on a bid for your next project. You can call us at 701-330-1273 or email info at executiveproperties.org. And check it out. We're hiring. We're building our new team for snow removal for this upcoming season. Contact Jess for more info at jess at executiveproperties.org. All right. And so Icky said our fantasy month. Fantasy Spooky Month here for October will continue next week with what movie? Never Ending Story. And I got to say one thing about that. There you go. So, everyone, have a good night and don't let the squids eat you. <laughs>